0: What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Hi you guys, happy Tuesday. This is Danny. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Before we dive into t- today's episode, I just want to remind you guys to go ahead and check out the last episode I recorded with Ryan Husband. He is the CEO of the LRX apparel line. You guys, that whole conversation was so mind-blowing. I mean, it was so obvious God's presence was there among us. We talk about trials and business, walking in our purpose, a little bit how our past has held us back, um, but really about um, seeking wisdom in our current lives and what God's doing through us. That is such a powerful message. Make sure you go check it out. Follow up with Ryan. Get some LRX gear. Um, It's going to serve you so well. So if you guys are listening... I just celebrated my 30th birthday this last weekend. And so funny because literally all I can think about recently is how I've heard so many other women specifically say like, okay, my my 30s were my best because I simply stopped caring about what everyone else thought. And I'm just like, okay, like what a relief. Like there must be like this biological clock that just, it's just that easy. Like boom, 30 years old. I stopped caring. Right. Like like this like mental countdown. I'm like, okay, it's so many more days until I can stop caring. And I think it's just so silly because h- how can that be? Right? So while I feel like over the last couple of years, especially you guys, right with my journey, growing my business, really choosing myself, I've done this immense amount of personal growth and I feel more now more than ever, more authentically and unapologetically myself, but I still have so much work to do. And so, hello, I'm human, and I'm so, I too am guilty of seeking approval from everyone else. So, that's what I want to talk about today, you guys, is seeking approval. This has been so heavy on my heart. Shocker. And um, furthermore, I want to talk about how to conquer rejection, because those go hand in hand, right? And so... I want to share with you guys, hopefully some relatable lies. I mean, I don't want them to be relatable, but I want you to relate to me. Um, but this is, I think this is something that we don't really talk about, but it really just like floods my mind. And I don't, I'm not even aware of it, but I was like, "Okay, hey, this needs to be a topic that I share, that I bring light to. And honestly, I've been like really, really struggling with it lately. And so I'm like, what a better time to do it and really be encouraged to dive into God's word and share with you guys um, what I've learned and where we can uh, just live in like a healthier mindset about needing to be accepted and approved by everyone. So um, I just know when I get wrapped up in seeking approval and just the re- reality of like how consuming that is, right? And how, how consuming it's become to us, especially like now and um, through social media and this last year when we've been just disconnected and that's our only way to connect people. But really, I wanna share with you guys about what are those lies? What are we thinking about? Why are we drawn to all this, you know, seeking approval? But then on the lighter side, you guys, how to equip you with tackling those lies, right? And of course, sprinkling in some scripture on you because the Bible is our favorite weapon in spiritual warfare. And holy smokes, this is spiritual warfare. So you guys, honestly, like like I said, like 99% of the time I do these episodes, it's because I feel like I'm the one. Like I'm the one who's so desperate from wisdom that comes from them. And these are topics that I, I struggle with constantly, all the time. And I wish that I could be strong enough t- to say, you know what? Here's the deal, you guys. This is the secret sauce. Like, this is what I figured out. I, you know, I've got it all figured out and I'm moving on. But no, like, it's a constant battle. These thoughts and these feelings and the lies the enemy tells me are constant. And, you know, there's good seasons. And then there's really, really hard seasons. But never forget that God always has a victory. And so that's what we just need to be reminded about. It's just kind of creating these new habits. Like, hey, these lies are going to slip in about self-worth, about being loved, about, you know, our direction in life. And, like, the enemy is never going to stop trying to take you out and, like, especially remind you of past hurts and things like that, right? We've talked about but. Um, I just want to remind you guys and equip you constantly with the habits and the understanding and the wisdom that comes from God's word about when those lies slip in. It's like, hey, this is how we're going to attack them with with God's promises and who, who he says he is. Um, and more importantly, how how he sees us. So... Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, like the desire for approval for me is a huge struggle. And you guys, when I say struggle, I mean, it's a lie, right? So, I mean, just for as long as I can remember, especially growing up as a Christian and going against the grain, it doesn't exactly mean I was so easily accepted. Um, In fact, it was really, really hard. It still is hard, but you guys make it worth it. And I feel like so connected. I know you can connect with me, but seriously, when I talk to you guys, um, I feel like I'm part of something so much bigger when I get to share and um, having conversations with you. And I'm cool. I'm glad that the the podcast is what led us together. So I mean, even in, um, I've had like previous leadership roles in a Christian environment. And even in those like situations, you guys, I've still felt rejected. I've still felt overlooked. I felt unwanted. And I mean, come on, this is really where the devil likes to pin us down, right? He's like, there's nothing like feeling unaccepted in the places that you should feel the most loved, but Christians feel too. You guys were all humans. And something I want to remind you is other people's faults don't define who God is. And we need to remember that even if somebody believes what we believe, right? That doesn't define really who God is. And that's why it's so important to know God's word, know God's character, um, because we all fail. And even in situations and environments that should be positive and should be uplifting, you know, again, it's like, it's so clear. It's like what we are trying to do and what what God intended for, the enemy is going to try to break up. So he's going to try to break up your relationships that glorify God or, or um, you know, ways that you serve other people and your confidence, all that. We're so aware of that. And so just be, have some understanding, grace towards other people and just knowing like, okay. I'm actually, I'm I'm jumping ahead of myself, but you guys, the struggle, right? The lie of feeling unwanted. And this is like, this downward spiral, this thought has always brought me to the deepest lie. Like, okay, Danny, if you can't be the best, if you fall short, if you're not constantly acknowledged, if you're not accepted, you are unwanted, you're not loved. And what is even your purpose on this earth? Depth, destruction, to our purpose, you guys, to our confidence, to our gifts. Our spiritual, godly gifts. And here's the thing, like I said, when these voices enter our mind, I think our first habit needs to be is to ask ourselves, okay, does this voice or does this not contra- contradict God's word? Like this, this lie that's coming towards us, like, is this something that God would say? And if it's not something that our unconditional, loving God would say to you, you guys, it's not coming from God. I mean, look at social media. Like, we are wired. We all know this, even though, you know, (laughs) I feel like it's so, uh, it's like this, like, slippery slope. Before we know it, we're just tuned to understand that, like, social media is something that needs to fill us up. And we're wired to seek approval based on likes and followers, the engagement, and you guys even, like, something so specific, how quickly people engage with our content and what we put out there. And it's like, if it doesn't meet our expectation, we assume that we're worthless we delete it. It's not good enough. What you're subconsciously thinking is, I have zero value and I'm not good enough. I literally, I can only imagine the utter heartbreak that God feels as we sulk in this worthlessness, based off the activity from an app. And you guys, we all know that all that algorithm is just BS, anyways. Okay, so again, it's sneaky devil. And on my worst days, you guys, like the depths of my depression stems from the fact that like I feel like I'm alone and no one cares. And when I, if we feel that way, it's like we only want to isolate ourselves more, right? Like out of self-pity in a sense, but also like maybe kind of protect ourselves. Like why well, do I don't want to put myself out there because who could reject me or why would I not be wanted or something, you know? And you know, if you're new here, I often talk about how there's no coincidence between the fact that our calling or our gift is typically the thing the enemy tries to convince us Where it's like that's where we're most inadequate, right? That's who do you think you are? That's been the lie I've been told my whole life before about speaking and talking and sharing my heart and sharing the boldness of my faith. Look at me now, and so what a better way to do that than for him to find a way for you to completely want to disconnect from the world and better yet, the people that are depending on you to serve them? Story of my life. So. This is the thing you guys, the approval of the world, what we're seeking and every which way that we seek it, it will never be enough. It's never going to be enough, never enough likes, never enough followers, never enough comments, never enough friends. We'll always be desperate for more. Like think about that. And the thing is like that's how God created us. He created us to only be satisfied by him. Like there's literally this god-shaped hole in our heart that we're only we, that only he can fill. And we're going to search on all these ways in our lives. And it's just, it's never going to be enough. There's never enough money, nothing. And approval is just one of those things. Like I said, the enemy is like, hey, how can I isolate you? How can I make you feel like you don't belong or you're unwanted or whatever, right? So with all that being said, you guys, how do we renew our minds? We fix our minds on the word of God. And so a couple of different thoughts for you guys um, about what the Bible says, God's love for you and the perspective that I just wanna shed some light onto the truth about um, God's love for you and, and your approval that you don't need to earn. So number one, God's love never changes you guys. It never fails. Literally just saying that, I can't help but smile. Like there's so many people in your life that are gonna fall short. You know, even your spouse, if you are in a relationship, you know I am in a relationship with a very special guy, but he's a boy and bless his heart he knows the lord and he has so much wisdom and he makes me better but there are days where i'm just like oh my god you just don't get it and you you just can't figure it out i'm like god help him help him to make it right and i'm telling you guys i'll get into that later but man prayer is a powerful thing because god always shows up and leads him well but you guys God's love never changes, and it endures forever. The Bible says His love endures forever. It never changes. It's constant. It's unconditional. There's nothing that can break it, and there's nothing that can separate you from it. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, knowing all these things that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing can separate you from God. Even if you have turned away and you're like, hey, I've not been going to church or I've been avoiding God or whatever, And God must be mad at me, you guys. Um, I heard something recently that says, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Like, that just like melts my heart. Like, there's nothing that can separate you from God. He loves you so fully and he never changes. His heart never changes towards you. And you guys, his love protects. The the Bible says his love perseveres. He's always chasing after you. He's always waiting for you. He is always persevering, pursuing you and your heart. And again, it never fails. And also in, in Hebrews 13 eight, it says he is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So God is always the same. He loves you the same. It never fails. It never changes. He never loves you any less. There's nothing that we can do that can make God love us less. And while we're so consumed with the approval of other people, you guys, we're actually preventing ourselves from being filled with the fullness of God's unconditional love. So again, I'll get into that a little bit later. Number two, you guys, God is always thinking of you. And I think this is like one of the lies I hear the most often. And that I feel like I'm like, no one's thinking of me. No one's putting me first. I'm not on anybody's mind. I'm not, I'm not a priority to anybody. And that's so hurtful because I'm like, I'm always trying to, you know, my heart is I want to put other people first. I, and I think it's because I know how much that hurts to not feel that way, right? But while that's the most hurtful lie, it's also... The reason why I love Psalms 139 so much, and you guys remember that the world is broken, right, and damaged, and people are broken and damaged, and God is the one that saves us from it. So even despite, you know, the hurt and the lies and the things that we feel, like God is the perfect one, and that's why his love is so good. That's why his love is perfect. And so as we feel these hurts and these lies, like that's why the Bible and like who God is is so good, right? And so a couple statements from the psalm, that I just love so much and always brings me peace, because I just I, you guys, I need to be reminded by this a lot. It says that you know all my thoughts and my words before I think them or speak them. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You knit me in my mother's womb. You know all of my days ahead before they happened. And my favorite one is how precious are your thoughts, how vast is the sum that they would outnumber the grains of sand. Like that just gets me. Like when we're thinking that like nobody else thinks of us, nobody else understands us or sees the special things of us. It's like, hey, God knit you in your mother's womb. Like every little fiber of your being, every thought that you haven't yet had, like he understands and he comprehends and he gets it and he loves you so fully. Like how overwhelming is that thought? You know, when we really like read the Psalms and the promises that God says about us and and when you're thinking, hey, nobody else thinks of me, he's like, dude, my thoughts, of God, you know, we our God says, dude, my thoughts of you outnumber the grains of sand. I think I've talked about this before on, on another episode before, just because I love it so much. But think about when you pick up, like a, you know, a handful of sand, imagine just that handful on one beach in Newport Beach, right? Trying to count all of those grains of sand. Basically, I think it's like God's like, you can't even fathom like the, the the amount of understanding and love and thought that I have of you, like let that sink in, you guys. That's our God. And I, it's so overwhelming to me. I like kind of like sit by myself and sometimes and I'm trying to comprehend all this. And I'm like, okay, there are like billions of people in the world. And God knows all that just about me. Like that's how big our God is, you know? So next time that you're thinking, no one's thinking of me, I'm on the back burner, I'm not a priority, you guys, people fall short, but know that your God loves you so fully, his love never changes, and he thinks of you more than anybody even could, even your spouse, no matter how good they are, no matter how close they are to the Lord, he will love you fully like no one else. So number three, I felt like God put this on my heart. He said, hey, don't be surprised. I told you that you'll be rejected in this life. You guys, the road is narrow, especially as believers, like what we do. And like I said, I've always felt like, you know, set apart and really, I mean, if we're being very blunt, I think I've said this before to you another podcast, but I, I feel like a total like loner sometimes. Like I'm like the way that I think, I mean, definitely in the surroundings, the people I have in my business and where I'm at now is so different. But the majority of my life, I really felt like I'm like, okay, who, who in this room thinks the way that I do or I feel so so much like the world just doesn't get it. And there's a loneliness to that, but also it's cause God's like, hey, this isn't your long time life. Like this isn't your home forever, but he's saying the road's narrow and you're gonna be rejected. Like you're gonna be misunderstood, right? We talked about this. And he says also blessed are those who are persecuted for theirs is a the kingdom of heaven. And that's in Matthew 5, 10. And second Corinthians 12, nine through 10 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So when we're weak, God is strong, right? And that's all we need. And therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses in insults and in hardships and persecutions, aka rejections and in difficulties. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. So we can look at our life and our situations and the rejections and the persecutions and the misunderstandings and then you're like, okay, God, like all I need is you and you give me so much more strength. You give me perspective. You give me a lens for this life that maybe other people don't understand. That's okay and that's gonna bring me peace right now. And you're like, hey, don't be surprised. Like you're supposed to be persecuted. And in fact, you're blessed for that. So take pride in it. And something so powerful, I always think about rejection and it's just because, man, I've experienced so, so much of this, like I said, especially as being a Christian. I mean, you guys, I mean, basically since I was a kid, I've always felt discernment in what God was leading me to do. And so I always, it was just, it's just tough to make friends in high school and junior high when you're not living like the world that was the most, well... There are different seasons of life, but as a young adult and coming into who you are, that was extremely difficult. I don't even like to reminisce on that because it was so so hard, and I felt so rejected. Rejected is super familiar to me. It's unending, right? God's like, hey, you're gonna, it's gonna happen. Don't be surprised. You're gonna be persecuted like this is this life because you don't belong here, and not everybody gets it. But you're the one who's gonna show them why you're different. But rejection is God's protection, you guys. When we think about this, when I look back on my 30 years of wisdom now, (laughs) in my relationships, in my friendships, business opportunities, and business partners, you guys, there are so many times that I'm like, holy smokes, God, thank you I didn't marry that guy. Thank you that I didn't give a piece of my heart to this guy. And even maybe certain friendships, um, just even my business, even doing hair, I'm like, hey, that was like a season of my life that served me really well and gave me a lot of wisdom, and I needed that friend in that time of my life, or I needed that business in that time of my life. But now it's time to move on, and that's okay. And it's okay to also mourn those things too. But I think also when God's calling us to outgrow things or move on or you know step more into His calling. we have to step away from people. We have to step away from opportunities and, and jobs and things like that and relationships. And so if, whether you're stepping out or, you know, okay, we're talking about rejection, but um, people are rejecting you, right? I think that's where I'm going with this was maybe you've had like friends just like kind of ghost you and not really fault I've had that happen. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, hey, what is the deal? Like I've had something kind of recently happen to me and I'm like, oh, that's such a bummer. Like we were, we had so much fun together. And then I was thinking, you know what? Maybe her life's just busy and maybe, you know, she served me for a season of time that was super vital, and I love her for that. I'm so grateful, but now God has me in a different place, you know, and so really seeing both sides to it is, like, there was that season of time that we needed, but also, like, the times that people reject us and fully just, like, walk away from us, or the guy denies you, or you don't get the job, or whatever. Um, God's like, that's not really going to make you happy anyways, and you think that it would, but it probably wouldn't. So, and God knows better, right? God's good at being God. So God's protection is sometimes comes in the form of rejection and right. What we think we want isn't really what would make us happy and bring us peace. And I cannot say that. So like, I cannot put enough like stress on this, you guys, because the guy that I'm dating is I mean, he just blows me away. Spiritually, where we're at, there's always room for growth, 100%. But where we're at and how he cares for me and pursues me and prays for me, I mean, that is such another level. And no matter what, you guys, like, dating is hard. Relationships are hard. Male and female are so different, like I said before. But I'm just, I'm so aware now. I'm like, God, how did I ever even, like, comprehend Dating somebody who wasn't a believer because they just, number one, they just don't get you. That's why I thought it was the biggest deal, was feeling misunderstood, not on the same page. I mean, that is a huge deal. God says to be equally yoked. But now more so, I'm like, when hard times happen and like maybe there's, you know, it's hard to communicate or there's a misunderstanding or, you know, something just feels off. And I just go to prayer. Or I'm like, okay, hey, this is God, this is what you say about him. Or I'm, I'm like, Lord, let me see him through your eyes, because right now, why am I angry? Or why am I, you know, being short or whatever, you know? And God totally opens up that 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 lens for me. And I'm just like, man, and even for on his end too, right? I'm like, okay, God, like help him to know how to lead me, like lead him to do what he needs to do to, to better me, to serve me. But goes both ways. And when he does, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't. I can't imagine not having that solid ground between the two of us, you know? And so my point is, I look back at other relationships and the majority of my relationships I've been rejected. And I think I'm so glad because God, like that would never have brought me peace because dating is hard enough. And I'm so glad that you're at the center of ours. So I stress that so, so much you guys. And then seriously, side note, It is so worth it. It It's so worth waiting for somebody who, you know, no one's perfect, right? But someone who serves the Lord and sees God because that's what this is all about. So uh, rejection is God's protection in most ways. Check. And finally, number four, you guys. So important. I think that we need to, you know, not only absorb this information, but it's like, okay, what are we going to do next? And I think we have to take on the idea that I know that we need to do this. I'm doing this. I need to do this. Is to surrender our hearts to Jesus, and let go of the the desire, and literally this idol of approval, right? When I think about this, and I started to kind of look through some scripture, I kind of felt convicted that I was like, God, like, I'm basically saying you're not enough, right? I'm basically saying, that like, I need to be perfect to everybody else, and accepted by everybody else, in order to feel good, and satisfied, and like, I, I'm happy, or something, right? And so fully, that's, that's an idol for me, and it's, I'm saying there's so many things that we can think that are, are good or maybe we just so easily get caught up in and we don't even realize that they become idols and just think more importantly you guys when we're seeking just and uh, sorry not seeking you seek approval of the world you accept the approval and the love of Jesus so when we're accepting the love and approval of God and Jesus there's a sense of like protection and when, when we accept that he loves us fully because nothing else can like break us nothing else can like get in and We don't have to work for that approval. It's because we don't have to earn it. He knows our mistakes and our faults. And again, like we can't be separated from his perfect, unfailing love. So I just want to remind you guys, maybe like a little prayer you can say. um, It's just this, tell God, like, hey, I choose you. Like I choose to surrender this idol of approval. I know that you love me fully and forever. And I trust that. Nothing can separate me from your love. And I know that there rejections that I face, that they're not meant for me. And I trust that your way is best. And there's so many times, especially in our business, I know we talk about affirmations and what we say about ourselves and you guys, why are we not saying this? And why are we not declaring it to God? Because like I said, I think there's so much power to this topic and that, you know, just as human beings, naturally we're trying to seek approval from other people. And we want to be accepted, we loved. we want to have community. And sometimes those areas of community, we can still be like, well, okay, I'm going to fall short. So-and-so is going to fall short. And we're going to feel, feel disconnected. And then I feel like I don't belong. And then I feel like I'm, I've lost my confidence and my calling and my purpose and my desire to pursue my purpose. And God's like, that's not my intention for you because I just need you to know that I love you. So my point is, <laughs> it's so easy for us to get caught up and have this kind of like foggy gray area. And he's like, hey, it's actually black and white. It's very clear that you don't have to do anything. I love you. And I just want you to choose me and um, just let go. And you guys, the act of surrendering, I think we're like, you know, we have this like tight grip on so many things that we, we think we want to do and be in control of. And God's like, when you release it, there's like a relief to it. Like you don't have to try. You don't have to work for it. And he's got you and he loves you. So I'm so excited to hear you guys' feedback um, about this topic and what you think. So many times, I mean, I know this is my heart and I love sharing with you guys, but when you talk to me and when you guys pray with me, like that fills me up so much too. And so it's just, I love being connected with you over this podcast. So as always, you guys, rate, review, and subscribe. Please share this with somebody that you know will be filled up by it who needs to hear this right now um, and needs some extra love and know that they are fully loved. So next episode, I really, really, really want to talk about my greatest passion, probably second to speaking, and that's health and fitness, you guys. And I think that, like I said, even the things that we, we find that are good for us, right? Eating healthy is good. Working out is good. But there are still things that we can totally abuse. And so I want to talk about how we can maintain a healthy relationship with our nutrition and our fitness and even how we can use it to glorify God. I'm so excited for that episode. So for today, you guys, I'll leave you with this. Psalms 118.8. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humanity.